Hello, folks. Yes, it was a nice little respite for the holidays for me. But guess what? It's the new year, new beginning. Well, I mean, kind of new beginning in a ways. But you know what? It's back to business. And yes, my opinions and humor are back. But first, I want to start with a little dedication to Marty Colgrove. He had been my co-sponsor for the last year year and a half or so on the show but because of circumstances and especially with breakdowns in his place and other things he couldn't make a go of coach's diner and he was forced to shut coach's diner down well you know what sad to see him go but you know what you gave it a whirl marty i thank you for the support i thank you for everything you've helped done for me for first responders for veterans you know what you gave it a try but you can always try again keep your head up marty thank you and now to what i want to say this time first i'm going to talk about what i thought was a real incomplete run by the bills you know what buffalo should still be playing they should be playing kansas city this upcoming sunday but you know what Buffalo showed with the personnel they got they can make the playoffs but sometimes they just can't close things out yeah they had Houston down 16 to nothing Josh Allen again showing what he can do with his feet and also as a receiver catching that touchdown pass but again Allen showed he needs work to do to become an elite quarterback and again, the defense sort of thought they could become complacent. But J.J. Watt, playing for the first time in two months, came off the bench and showed why he's a dominant defensive end. His sack on Allen turned the tide of the game, and Deshaun Watson and the Texans came back. And you know what? There were a couple of uh, really unique calls there that I think ruined Buffalo. First on the second half kickoff. Seemed as though the ref didn't blow the play dead. But you know what? The receiver, I mean, he just turned and flipped the ball. Didn't really signal. And you know what? If you don't really signal, that doesn't really tip the official off to what you're going to do. Buffalo dove on the ball. Should have been a touchdown. That could have turned the tide for the Bills. They could have won the game. And secondly, right there in overtime, when we were in Hotchka's range, a phantom blindside block call. Who was right there, ref? A ghost? Or somebody that looked like there was a Houston Texans player? Oh well, but you know what? Let's not cry over spilled milk. This game showed Buffalo can get to the playoffs, but they gotta have more to make it. A disappointing end, a 22-19 loss in overtime to the Texans. Well, it, we this year showed progress, but there's a silver lining to this, Bills Mafia. We've got eight draft picks and about $93-94 million in salary cap space, thanks to the shrewd moves that General Manager Brandon Bean has done. So it will be an interesting offseason. And I mean, I can't wait to see what happens. Who we draft, plus also who we sign. 
This could finally move the Bills into elite territory. And speaking of elite territory, we may have seen the end of an era that later that night. Brady may be quarterbacking in his final game for the Patriots. And his fi final pass, maybe final pass for the Patriots, is a pick six thrown to Tennessee. You wonder, is he going to retire? Is he going to resign with the Patriots? Or is he going to maybe sign with another team? You know what? Other teams may be licking their chops having Brady as someone there to guide someone new. As you know what? He's finally showing that Father Time's catching up to him. It may not be long before we see Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, and Ben Roethlisberger going the same way. Father Time is finally catching up with these quarterbacks. You know what? Father Time may be finally catching up to Bill Belichick and the Patriots. They aren't as bold and aren't as elite as they once were. You know, it's going to be real interesting now. And you know what? It's time for new blood atop the AFC East. And we'll see who's going to go to the Super Bowl. And next, I'm going to talk about another loss, but some encouraging signs for the Orange. They started Big East play against Notre Dame. And again, they showed the troublesome side of not having an inside game. Well, it was encouraging to finally see Bayheim and Girard finally start getting hot from the outside. And it was a great thing seeing the duel between Bayheim and Girard and Hubs and get Hub and Gibbs for Notre Dame. It almost harkened back to what happened between Larry Bird and Magic Johnson all those times in their prime when they could hit shots and do no wrong. But you know, Duel's a duel, and a result is a result. But it was a little encouraging to see Syracuse play a little better as they start ACC play. Yes, it was a one-point loss to the Fighting Irish. But we'll see. Are they going to start gelling? Well, they got to play against the Commonwealth this week. Virginia Tech tonight at the Dome, and Virginia down in Charlottesville on Saturday. It's going to be real interesting. Is this improvement with Girard and Beheim going to continue? And I mean, finally, can we start getting a few rebounds? Sidibe can't do it all by himself. And I mean, Sidibe sometimes is outmanned under the basket. But you know what? It's time for the Orange to finally start gelling. Maybe they can sink. Maybe they can swim. We'll see. It's going to be an interesting ACC time, Orange fans. And I'm going to talk about bowl season. You know what? It's been an interesting bowl season so far. And it's going to be an interesting national championship next week. LSU and Clemson battling for the national title. LSU with Heisman Trophy winner Joe Burrows. Although I don't think he can burrow like any other animal. But you know what? He had a record-breaking first half in their semifinal against Oklahoma. It'll be interesting, because Clemson seems to be the team that's always there. Alabama kind of slipped a little t this year, but they still won their bowl game against Michigan. And who, like me, is saying, hey, there's too many bowl games? 
after New Year's. Did anybody give a darn about who's in the bowls? Did anybody watch Tulane and Southern Mississippi? Did anybody watch Ohio and Nevada? Did anybody watch last night with the Raging Cajuns and the Red Hawks? You know what? Bowl games should kind of put a halt after January 1st. All others should be played before. And I mean, we should have the spotlight for the national title, if you know what I mean. And there's more to come from what I hear this upcoming football season, but that's months off. But you know what? Enough's enough. They need to put a little moratorium on bowl games because there's too many. Although it's that much more chances for the Cuse if they get back to bowl eligibility, which I hope this year. Oh well, I digress. And finally, I'm going to talk, talk about uh, what the big news that's been going on the last few days. Yeah, we all pray for Air Australia in their battle against the wildfires and their battle to save their unique wildlife. Australia is the only continent where we really see the marsupials, the animals that carry their young in their pouch. And it's heartbreaking to see what's happening to the koala bears and the kangaroos. I pray for you, Australia. Keep on fighting. And I mean, all this uproar about Iran with our takedown of one of their most notorious and bloodthirsty generals. Death to America. You know what? I've heard it all before. You know what? Everybody should be glad that this leader's gone. And you know what I say to Iran? <laughs> That's all I got time for this this week. Welcome 2020. I'll see you around the next couple of months.